Hey folks, it's Walter Montero here again. Uh, thanks again for listening in on the show. Last week, uh, we interviewed Sharon Price from uh, Home Equity Bank, and uh, this is a audio recording of the webinar that we held. It's uh, pretty informative. If you've ever thought about mortgage or you know somebody that's in the market for one that maybe it would be suitable for, typically their customer base is usually 55 plus in terms of their age. And quite honestly, the older you are, the better because you know you, you do happen to be able to get a little bit more money out of them. But anyway, we did a, a webinar with Sharon. She She went over her presentation in terms of how exactly a reverse mortgage works. And it's pretty informative. You're certainly more than free to have a look at it online as well in terms of her PowerPoint presentation. But if you want to just listen to the audio version of it, it's great. I've put it here. And if you have any questions about it, by all means, give us a call at the office, 519-624-9222. Or you can email us, of course, Walter or Karen at MaximumResults.ca. So Walter at MaximumResults.ca or Karen at MaximumResults.ca. Anyway, have a listen. Hope you're having a good week. You know, obviously, we're getting into the crappier weather and uh, We've got to uh, batten down the hatches and, I guess, get ready for Christmas, right? Uh, I know it's a little early. Some people are, are getting a little nervous about that. We haven't even had Halloween yet. But at any rate, it's coming soon, folks, and uh, enjoy the show. Good morning, everybody. It's Walter Montero here with Mortgage Alliance Maximum Results. And today we've got a, a special guest, uh, Sharon Price from Home Equity Bank. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, a topic that I think sometimes gets confusing, and it's about reverse mortgages. And um, so anyway, I just wanted to bring Sharon on. She's an expert in this field, and uh, she's going to be showing us how a reverse mortgage works and how it may or may not benefit you. So Sharon, welcome to the call. Well, thank you very much, Walter. It's a great opportunity for Home Equity Bank to partner with you in this webinar. And uh, my goal over the next 45 minutes or so is uh, to get the audience to know a little bit more who Home Equity Bank is, uh, gain a much better understanding of the reverse mortgage product, because as, as we all know, there are some myths out there. Um, who's the client profile? Who, who would we be marketing this to? And of course, it, you know, for those of you considering this product for your own personal use, to have an added strategy, an added financial strategy that may provide you uh, more choice, flexibility, and options that you may not uh, get in the, in the traditional banking system right now. And also for those of you um, in the lending and financial industry, how to use this product to deepen your client relationships and also grow your business. So to begin with, uh, who is Home Equity Bank? You probably know the name Chip. Um, we have been named Chip Canada Home Income Plan um, up until 2009. Uh, we are a 30-year-old company, and we're the only provider of reverse mortgages in Canada. Unlike the states, they have about 100, 120 lenders out there, um, and, and many of our references to re reverse mortgages often our information about reverse mortgages have come largely from the states. And so this is a, why it's also a great opportunity to be able to uh, spread some of the good news about reverse, reverse mortgages and specifically um, the way, um, you know, we have regulations and so forth uh, that make it a much better product than is, is pretty much um, labeled right now something of, of, you know, something to be, um, you know, avoided, I'd say. Uh, so we are a Schedule One bank privately owned since 2012, and what is our focus? Our focus is the Canadian senior, and we define Canadian senior by those over the age of 55, 
And really what we're looking to do, and with our product, we want them and to serve them to be able to have a long and stress-free, and I'd say stress-free being the operative word, um, in our retirement years. We have partnerships with the big five banks, RBC, BMO, Scotiabank, so forth, many of the credit unions, and recently in the past year we have partnered with the mortgage broker unit. Important in, in uh, what's happening right now in uh, our industry is because of the demographics, and I'm going to go into that a little more, we are seeing year-over-year -year growth um, of 20%, and that's been going on over the past three years, and it looks like we're scheduled to surpass that number for 2016. Wow. Which is, yeah, it's really not uh, a number, you know, when you talk about growth in these times, it's, it's really unheard of. So what is a reverse mortgage? We're really looking at equity lending. We're looking at taking that value of your home and um, doing a loan against that value against your home with no payments required. So that's the difference between a traditional mortgage um, where you're doing a lending on your equity with payments included. Here we, ha we actually uh, require no principal or interest payments. The uh, reverse mortgage is available, as I mentioned, to seniors in Canada for 55 years and older. Really, as I said, it's equity lending, converting the hard-earned funds that you have put into your home and being able to convert that to usable cash. You, complete, uh, you maintain complete ownership and control of the home. We do not go on title. We do not take any type of ownership on that home. The money that you do receive is, and this is very important, it is tax-free and you can use as you wish. One thing is, is if there is an existing mortgage on that property, we do have to pay that out. Um, we do have to be in first position. And it's really important to know that you only repay the loan when you move or sell your home. There is no calling on this loan due to market changes or anything like that. It truly is you're, you're in control of this. When you decide to leave that home or sell that home, that's when Home Equity Bank gets paid back. Okay. So with those, uh, I'm just going to talk about, drill down a little bit more of what I just spoke about into unique features and benefits. When I say there's no payments required, it is really, um, it is really something that I think a lot of people then become suspicious about um, in what does that mean at the end? Will I have any equity? And I'm going to talk about that um, and I'm going to show you some examples that yes, indeed, you do keep your equity. Clients will never be forced to move or sell, as I mentioned. I know that there are some times when uh, I've been asked, well, what if the market completely crashes? Even if the market crash in the home was less than the value of the mortgage that you owed, we still would not call that loan. There is an ability to unlock up to 55% of the home value into cash. When I mentioned uh, the age, the seniors that we deal with is 55 and older, we will go to a maximum of 55%, but you will never see a 55-year-old person um, access 55% loan-to-value. So really, it is a product that truly the older you get, the more you get. For example, if you are 85, you would be looking at a 55% loan-to-value. If you're 55, you're probably looking more at a 25% uh, loan-to-value. Clients can confidently expect to still have equity in their home, as I mentioned. Again, I'm going to go into some uh, scenarios that will illustrate that. Proceeds, again, tax-free. And penalties, uh, when there's penalties, and I would say in the first five years, there are heaviest penalties, and I will talk uh, specifically about that, um, but they would be waived at death. 
So these are reasons why this reverse mortgage product really becomes a sound financial solution. And again, I can't help but stress the, um, the, the ability to have some, I'd say, uh, ownership and control over your own home uh, without feeling that you have to make decisions that you really don't want to make. And that really brings to us the ability to have peace of mind with this product. Uh, again, there is no concern about payments being missed which could lead then to default or foreclosure. Uh, approval is for life. So once you get that approval, you don't have to worry about having to requalify at a specific time in the future so that the mortgage isn't suddenly called. And uh, for example, too, if, a, if your spouse uh, passes away, there is no requalification. Unlike some of the products in the banks, for example, a secured line of credit, I had clients that uh, were referred to me because one of the uh, couple passed away. That line of credit that they used to draw on and um, uh, you know, kind of help with their living expenses, it was suddenly frozen. And the surviving spouse had to requalify. And at that point, of course, was not able to. And so the line was closed and frozen. That is not a fear that you have to worry about with a reverse mortgage. And that's really an important factor. For sure it is. Clients will yeah, that is a huge one. Clients will never owe more than the fair market value of the home at the time it is sold. So as I said, we've been around for 30 years. Um, there was only a couple of instances where, first of all, the equity was not there. And in 30 years, that's quite um, a feat because these, these homes, there was a, I think there was really maybe two or three uh, scenarios and it happened in Windsor when there was this absolute market crash and it really affected the home values in Windsor. And at that time, we had some seniors that were uh, either selling their home, uh, they had to go into a home, or they, um, it had passed away and moved on to the estate. Um, they then owed more than what the value of their home was. But even in that instance, Home Equity Bank takes um, eats up the, the balance, so it's not passed on to any estate. Uh, for example, say on this one, the house value was um, 100000 the mortgage amount was 130 home equity bank ate up to 30000 mm. So there's no concern that it's affecting the estate after that. If rates rise, for example, it's not a rate-sensitive uh, product. If the rates rise, they don't have to worry, will I be able to make the uh, payments upon renewal of, of higher rates? And once the limit has been used up in one of our products, and I'll talk about that uh, as we go along, there still is no payment required. So you can really see that the only time that you will be paying us back is when it's your choice that you're moving or the estate is basically um, selling the home and paying us back. So the unknown is really cut down in, in this case. So what we've got too is we've, we've got a situation and you know I mentioned year-over-year -year growth of over 20%. We're going to hit that and surpass it this year. What's going on with that? And really it's the, the baby boom wave we've spoke about for the past 10 years. Well that wave has hit. So the seniors are the fastest growing segment of Canadian population. And you can see here with these demographics, um, I think a couple of the ones just to bring up is the fact that as of September 2015, there are more Canadians over 65 than there are under 15. The uh, number of Canadians uh, that, uh, well, for example, here, the 65-year-old couple, 
there's one in two chance that one of them will reach the age of 92. So we've got this really booming demographic. You add to that that 91% of our seniors said they want to stay in their home. I know when I was lending back and, and there was this, this uh, talk about there's going to be this surplus of single-family dwellings because all these seniors are going to, they want to move, they want to downsize. Well, that's not the case. As a matter of fact, you know, the propensity to move drops dramatically as people get older. And the reason for that is they want to feel in control, they want to be in uh, comfortable surroundings. So that whole adage that there's going to be this uh, exodus away from single-family homes is not, is not the case. But what you've got there then is you've got a large demographic, they want to stay in their home, and here we are looking at the funding. And the problem is we don't have the retirement funding to really uh, live that dream without a lot of stress. And, uh, and I think this is where this product is going to really help in that area. So our client profile, it's, it's the seniors at 55 years and older. They have to own their own home. And their home has to be the primary residence. However, just a note that we can do blanket mortgages. And what that means is we can use the mortgage on the primary residence. If that isn't enough, we can also use a cottage or a rental property and, and blanket a portion of those properties to get the amount that uh, the client is looking for. Mm. What's really important is we do need to have valid and adequate fire insurance. It does not say it here, but we also have to make sure that property taxes are up to date. If they're not up to date at the time uh, that you, know, you or a client applies for this, we just make sure that we take care of those property ta taxes to make sure that they are up to date. So that's really it. Property tax is king, and we want to make sure that there is an adequate and um, existing fire insurance on the property. Sharon, I just want to ask you a question before you go any sure. further. On the, on the cottage property, if you're blanketing the covenant yeah. onto the cottage property, does that property have yeah. to be free and clear as well? Yes. Okay, so you're both, you're basically you have to be in first position on both then, correct? We have to be in first position on any property, yep. Okay, good. Okay. We, will, we will allow a second mortgage uh, to go behind us with a maximum of 65% uh, loan to value. Okay. With ourselves in first. Okay. okay. Perfect. Okay. Sorry about that. I it just does add a little. Yeah. No, that's a good point because it does. A, many people don't know about that. They, you know, and and it's uh, it does give consideration if you're looking for more than what your property value offers. If you do have other properties, we can look at them. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So um, these four boxes in in this screen, you can see that there's four boxes, and it really is a generalization of. Who are those people? What are the situations that, um, you know, why do people come to us for reverse mortgages? And if you look at the first two boxes, those really talk about um, kind of more of an immediate need, uh, alleviation of stress. And I'll give you an example of that. Um, I have a client that um, I've helped. The home was free and clear. Um, it was a bungalow. Uh, her husband had passed away. She had gotten herself into quite a situation with home renovations. The um, renovators really took advantage of her and really over-renovated, and she went way over her head uh, mm -hmm. to get that done. It was quite a sad situation. Uh, she had no idea how she was going to handle this. Um, she was going to get a letter from her car insurance. They were going to cut her off. 
when I went in to visit with her, her home was cold. She didn't have her furnace on. So this is a woman who had a home free and clear, and she was not able to even have her heat on. Um, she was really getting behind. And I'm going to tell you that the total amount of her debt was really about 50000 Then there was a, some unsecured debt. However, she was on such a fixed income. That was enough to completely throw her off, and she was you know, starting to get calls and so forth. When she found out about us, and I, I told her what we could do, um, I'm telling you, it was a different person. Uh, she was taking sleeping pills to sleep at night, and um, she said to me after, uh, she said she felt that her whole world had opened up when we were able to do this. And to give you an example of really what we did, we were able to pay out the line of credit that she had overextended. We were able to pay out some of her credit cards and, and zero. We paid her car insurance for one full year. Plus, she was able to have uh, some savings in a TFSA. Uh, and she was 65 years old. So she was, you know, we, we were able to get her about 33% loan to value. And it changed her life around. So she was in a home that she had lived in since she was 18. Uh, it was a bungalow. It was perfect for her. And uh, without having any stress, um, really, we were able to take care of that in very short order. So it was, it was a life changer for her. So those are really when you get those real stress. They have nowhere else to go. She wasn't approved at a bank. Uh, we were able to help. Need for unplanned expenses. Same thing. We have people that so their furnace goes. Uh, their roof is leaking. They, they are okay day to day as long as they keep within a very tight budget. But if anything goes off, uh, you know, they're in trouble. And yet, they're living within a house that has all these, uh, this potential to fund their retirement and they're not aware of that. And even if they are, many of the traditional banks will not uh, lend because of the strict regulations that they have. <laughs> On the other two boxes, you have the more of a lifestyle choice, so this is more of a financial strategy. They may have options. They may be able to be approved at a bank. They are retired. They have some great income. I know a lot of teachers with the uh, TPP pension plans and CPP and so forth, they're doing quite well. But the differentiation here is they like taking their trips and so forth. Uh, I had clients that wanted to live in a special lifestyle um, community, and the condo fees were 750 a month. They could pay them, but that would mean reducing in other areas, so forth, you know, like, like travel and that, they didn't really want to reduce. So they took a chip mortgage and were able to do that and not have anything kind of uh, change in the way they did their lifestyle or standard of living. So this one is more of a choice, and the differentiation on that one is they don't have to make any payments. And they don't have to draw down on retirement products uh, where maybe they're going to get tax hits and so forth, and it keeps them their retirement products on the shelf a little longer. So that's a general idea of, you know, who are our clients? Um, and I'm going to talk about that in that uh, when we, we say that I've gone from one person who is very, very vulnerable, where I've done one for a dentist uh, who decided he wanted to chip mortgage, he wanted to reduce his practice, he had a business line of 700000 and instead of drawing down on his registered products, he got a chip mortgage, paid out his uh, line of credit. He was a dentist. He lived in a home in Oakville, so he had a lot of equity. He was able to reduce his practice, and he bought a home in Spain. So on a whole different side of the spectrum, but again, it gave him choice 
and um, tax-free money to do what he wanted and uh, improve his, his standard of living and reduce his work time. So here we are talking about these different solutions, but up until this time before, you know, we're just starting to really market uh, in a bigger way than we have over the past 30 years. So up until this point, what have our seniors been forced to do? Many of them are forced to sell and rent or downsize. Uh, and as I mentioned in my first scenario with my client, restrict their spending. She couldn't even put her, you know, heat on and so forth. Um, or what they're doing is I've, I've had banks call me and they're finding that their seniors are really depleting their registered products, getting heavy tax penalties, and uh, they don't realize that they are living really under um, a lot of money that could really help them. So. You know, and oftentimes I, I have clients saying, you know, my parents started talking about, I want to sell. I want to, you know, sell and just rent. And they weren't being very honest about why. And uh, when they really talk to their parents, they find out that the parents are in financial difficulties. Um, and unfortunately, there's a lot of pressure for seniors to be completely mortgage-free. And if they aren't, then something they've done is wrong. And so there's a lot of guilt in that. And, and really, that's, that's an unfair judgment um, that they're placing on themselves. So when we're able to come in and help them, and they maintain their autonomy and their independence, um, you know, it really is a game changer for them. So with that, um, what are our products? We've got two products. It's very simple. We don't do anything else. Uh, it says here about the chip. So the chip mortgage is our original mortgage product that we've always had. Really what that is, it's a lump sum mortgage. And oftentimes that's for purchasing uh, a home, could be purchasing a cottage. It could be a lump sum because we're paying out an existing mortgage that they no longer want to make payments on. The other one is more of a financial strategy. It's an income advantage. And the difference there is it is a planned advanced account. So, for example, if you uh, if you have clients that were, uh, or you as a customer were approved for 100,000 as an income advantage, you could choose to just take that at $1,000 a month. Perhaps you have a registered retirement uh, savings plan, you've got pensions and so forth, but you just want to bump that up, that amount up. For example, in that lifestyle community, um, this would be a good one where, you know, condo fees maybe are, are exorbitant. And if you just got a bump up each month that would take care of that, because all else you're fine financially, this would be a good product. You're not drawing down it on it as quick as, as perhaps the chip would be. So the interest is uh, a little more delayed. And I'm going to give you examples of what these both these products look like in, in individual scenarios. What is, so what, is the more, the, what is the more popular of the two, Sharon? Right now it's chip, and that's only because um, – the other one is fairly new, the income advantage. I see. Um, and most of the people that do, you know, that do know about us, for example, the banks, they really don't know much about the income advantage. They are more uh, savvy with the chip mortgage. I see. I see. Um, also, many of our banks, uh, you know, we're not in competition with them. They only come to us when their client is usually in dire straits. Mm. So that's where the chip mortgage kind of comes in. I see. But... Uh, it, it really does depend on the scenario and the individual needs here. And these scenarios will kind of explain that to you. 
So for example, we'll talk about the chip one. That's the lump sum one. Okay. And by the way, with this, just to note, if you were approved for, in this case, say it's 300000 if you did not need the full 300000 you don't need to draw on the whole thing. We could pay out if there was an existing mortgage and so forth. The, others, the other amount can stay there until needed in, in a later time, so interest isn't accruing for something you don't need. So that's important to know on this one. Okay. Uh, but think for this scenario, you've got clients age 75 and 73. They have the home value of 300000 with a current mortgage on there for 75000 So for that $75,000 mortgage, they're paying out 400 per month, and they really have no significant savings. So what did the CHIP mortgage do for them? They were able to qualify due to that age, 105500 for a reverse mortgage. We were able to pay out the $75,000 mortgage, thereby the $400 a month mortgage is, is eliminated. And they put 30500 into a TFSA. So that TFSA is accruing interest. So let's take a look at that on a bar graph. What does that look like over a long-term period? And I'm just going to explain this. So we've got at the very beginning, you see start in blue. That's how much they got the mortgage for. That's the origination amount. The red bar is their home value at 300000 and they have, after that mortgage, they've got 194500 As the bar progresses, we're going each five years. Please note that this is on a very, very conservative home appreciation of 1%. Mm. And if I had my way, I would have developed this a little more at 3%, which I think is still conservative. But um, in any case, please note that we are really looking at a very low growth factor here when we're talking in the numbers. But let's just even take a look. In 10 years, not one payment, not no principal or interest has been made in the 10 years. What has happened to their mortgage? So it's accrued, and we're looking at about a 5% um, mortgage rate here. Their mortgage is accrued to 191420 Their home, very <laughs> conservatively, I might say, at 3347 what does that do to their equity? They've got 143280 So as, as the interest is growing, still their home equity is growing further. Let's jump now to 20 years. And again, on a, on a worst-case scenario of 1% growth, if that 20 years, so they were 73 and 75, now they're 93 and 95, if they were to decide to sell this home, they're at about $54,000 uh, as, as a as a balance of equity. So there's their chunk. That's 20 years of living without making any payments. Having said that, they have invested some of their money. They've also saved 400 a month. So what they could be doing with that other money on an investment side, you know, could certainly offset this. This, this, this gives you a really long-term example of what taking a full amount of the chip, not holding back anything, but just keeping the whole thing, and we're looking at about, you know, an average of 5, 5.5% um, interest rate. Again, please know, I, I feel this is sort of undervalues what you would be getting. But um, sometimes, you know, it, it, it's a, something to be looking at that there is, uh, we're not overinflating and we're not kind of doing anything pie in the sky kind of charts here. It's really 
more of a worst case scenario, I'd say. Absolutely, very conservative for sure. Very. So let's. So you were asking about the income advantage. Let's take a look at another scenario, pretty close to the same thing. And what does that look like? So we have clients age 75 and 73, home value of 300. They were mortgage free, so they didn't have to take. They didn't really need a lump sum to pay out anything. They, in the same situation, have no significant savings. Qualified for the same amount and put the same amount into a TFSA. They then took that income advantage and they drew $500 a month tax-free for the next 15, well, we can show it in 20 years here. So let's take a look at the same thing again, home value of 1%. You can see, let's fast forward to 20 years. This is where they've taken 500 a month um, from the income advantage. At the end of 20 years, without making any payments and taking 500 a month, plus having their TFSA growing, they have equity in their home, just over 135,000, again, very conservatively. So this just gives you an example of a different outcome. I do believe the income advantage, if it works for the client, I think it's superior in retaining equity because of the way you're drawing on it in a slower, slower manner. Yeah. Those two with, yeah, yeah, those, with the those advantage, numbers look a lot more, uh, 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 yeah, especially the equity at the end of the 20 years. Yeah. Yeah they, yeah. they seem to have a lot more money in their pocket there for sure. Yeah. 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 And, and, I, and again, this, it, it, you know, obviously it makes sense. You're drawing on it in a slower manner. Mm -hmm. um, but and I, just to note here, we, we are looking at a 20-year kind of a timeline. Right now, our average mortgage uh, timeline is 13 years. So, you know, as an average. So even if we looked at the 15-year mark, um, the equity there for the income advantage is 157. And again, I keep stressing that's a very conservative amount. Mm -hmm. um, had I had my way, I would have put this at 3%. But either way, you can get the idea of how it works. Um, with the income advantage, you can get a lump sum. If you say, for example, uh, want to get an income advantage, but you wanted to buy a car or something you wanted to do, you could do that lump sum at the beginning. Um, or you could do the lump sum in year 10 and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to shorten the timeline of this income advantage and I'm going to grab a bit of a lump sum uh, that I need for maybe it's something that was unplanned. You, there is the flexibility with that in the home advantage as well. Okay. All right, perfect. So other ways to use this, and I, we spoke about uh, earlier is the vacation uh, property or the rental property. Um, this is another one, our number two is uh, buying out a spouse when going through a divorce. Uh, there is what now is being termed the gray divorce, and I'll give you an example of that. Um, we had clients that were both 65. Their home was worth 450000 It was free and clear, and they were divorcing. What happened is we were able to do a chip mortgage for the husband for 200000 He stayed in the home. He didn't have to make payments, and he was able to buy out his wife with the 200000 She then took that 200000 and purchased a home with a chip mortgage. So she was able to buy a home without payments as well. Mm. So that is an option uh, many people aren't aware of. Um, you know, it is 
it is something that is starting. We actually have a terminology. It is called the great divorce. Hmm. So it, it is another option for people to be able to have control of their lives. Um, another one, and I was just dealing with uh, clients yesterday, sorry, on, on Friday about this. Uh, they wanted to give an inheritance to their daughter. She um, was a single mother, and they are both teachers, uh, wonderful pensions and so forth. But uh, what they wanted to do was be able to help her buy a home and not wait until, you know, an inheritance situation. They knew she needed that help now. And uh, so they were able to give her a really good, healthy down payment uh, for her home and start that process now. As they said, you know, by the time we, we die, you know, she's going to be, if she can't figure it out now, then, you know, it's not going to do any help in 25 years. So they really were very pleased that they could do something and uh, help their daughter and their grandchild. That's a big one. Um, buying a new home, and again, you know, when I say some seniors say, hey, we've got to rent, and really it's only because they don't know any other options. There are some seniors that are living in quite big homes, and maybe they say they don't want to live in the big size home, but they really like the, the uh, lifestyle communities, and some of them are quite costly. Um, so it's not really a downsize, but perhaps it's a right-sizing, mm -hmm. and we're able to help them do that. Um, and again, I spoke to about the blanket mortgages. So there's different ways to use this that really is not, they're not very widely known out there. Uh, this is a gentleman that actually was a client of ours, um, and he took advantage of the chip mortgage. And he said it best, so we thought we'd quote him. When you sell your home, you're living off the proceeds. All you are doing now is not selling your home and living off the proceeds. So it, it really is just a mindset. Um, many people feel that it's almost, you know, um, it, it's a, a going into a mortgage situation in your senior years is really considered, um, you know, a failure. And really, we have to kind of change that thinking and say, you know, we've got this big, say, a big piece of the pie. And we are only using a quarter of that through our, you know, retirement savings and so forth. And we have this big portion that we aren't really using. And in many cases, it really isn't serving um, the clients at all. And it's creating a lot of stress and perhaps a lot of people uh, feeling they have to sell and really what they want to do is stay in their own home. Any other questions that you can think of, Walter, that I may, you know, I, before I head into that calculator? Um, not really. I mean, the the big thing is, is I guess where some some people get sort of concerned about it is, is there ever a situation where they're where they're forced to sell? They they don't have to sell that property unless they move out of it. I'm assuming, correct? That's right. Like we do not come in and say the only actually, you know, the only time that I've ever known it to happen is the property taxes were um, the one gentleman. This was about three months ago. Um, he was in such arrears with the property taxes, we tried to work with him on that, and he just refused to pay them. Uh, so <laughs> the town was starting to go into, um, we tried to refinance for him to see if we can get more money for him to do the property taxes. But really what I think happened in that situation was he was really um, struggling living alone. And I think he was really having some more deeper issues that sure. um, the family, he didn't really have much family around him. Um, but that was the only time that we were forced to go into a situation because we were going to lose first position. Um, the, the 
the town was going to take the home. So uh, that would be the only extreme. Mm -hmm. And many, many times, you know, we are in touch. We have customer service uh, people that stay in touch with our clients during renewal time, seeing where things are at. And, you know, so really, unless it's of their own making by way of property taxes or that they want to sell, there is no forcing them out of their home. You've got to think, too, we are the only providers in Canada for this, and we really do not want to be known as that, you know, that company that takes homes away from their, their clients, their, their seniors. Okay. And, and the, the only one other question I had was with regards to, you had mentioned that um, when they sell the property and, and the loan does happen to be upside down, so yep. more, more is owed than what it's worth, you guys only take uh, the market value of the property. Now, that's if, right. If there, now I'm just I'm just thinking about um, if the estate has other monies in it, are, are you entitled to get more, or are you still no. only, you're you're not? Okay, so you're still limited no. to the market value of the property. No, and that's a great question because that brings to mind why there is a lot of myths out there, as we said, and I was saying about the states having that. In the states, they do not have the same regulations. I mean, we're regulated as the same, the big five part of Aussie. I see. Um, but in the states, they are not, and they will um, go on title. They will, uh, you know, basically own the home and, and uh, let the senior stay in there rent-free. Um, but they can call the loan anytime. They will go and leverage that home up to 80% so that, really, there's no equity, uh, especially with the interest rates that they have. Um, it's a real, it is a real concern. And uh, a lot of those bad news stories came came by way of U.S. into Canada. And we really haven't had a big marketing push to offset that up until now, where we've got Kurt Browning and, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of commercials now. We're really getting into putting the message out there, mm -hmm. how we are different. I yeah. see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, just in really quickly, uh, as far as I, I should mention about costs to set up, um, the only out-of-pocket cost for our senior is the appraisal cost. So we have an independent, you know, uh, NAS comes in, National Appraisal Services comes in, and they do expect to be paid up front. However, um, for example, my first client that really had uh, some issues, there's no way she could pay appraisal. We arranged with uh, NAS to wait until funding to be paid for the appraisal. Okay. So that can happen. But oftentimes, most of the time, the appraisal costs are, are taken care of by the senior. After that, closing costs, so that we incorporates our provincial lawyer, will do all the searches, the registration, um, you know, take anything off, like so if there's any paying out of any other discharging of mortgages, so forth. That is $1,495. That comes from the proceeds. Okay. And we do ask. We have to have ILA done for the client. That's independent legal advice, which I think is really prudent. Uh, we are in a very vulnerable segment of the population, uh, so we want to make sure that our seniors speak to independent legal advice. So our lawyers will send to this ILA um, all the documentation and go over it with the senior, and the senior can bring family and so forth and just make sure that they understand and, you know, very comfortable with the scenario. And uh, that cost, you know, is really just a lawyer reading out and clarifying. So, you know, depending on the area, but I know in Kitchener um, and in the Guelph area, 
it seems to be run between $250 to $300 for that. That comes from proceeds too, so it's not an out-of-pocket expense. Okay. So that gives you an idea of closing costs and fees. Okay, good. Okay, just want to say that. And I just thought it would be really good to uh, take a look at um, calculator. Uh, our underwriting is a lot different than what the banks go through. We, you know, with banks, they want to take a look. What is your income? Can you carry it? Uh, what they call that is, you know, uh, gross debt service ratios and so forth. We don't really look at that. We don't uh, look at bureaus the same way. Because we are part of OFSI, we do have to do a bureau, but we don't, uh, it's not a make or break. Uh, the difference there is we don't really look at, you know, hard um, coffee income. Okay. We just go by stated income. If the bureau is less than 630 as a score, then we just have to get confirmation, hard copy confirmation. So, for example, if you're getting CPP and OAS, we just need to see that um, it could be by way of um, bank statements and so forth. So that's really it for the, the, you know, it's really truly how old the clients are, what is the value of the home, uh, what type of home it is. And that really, and I'm going to show you how quick it is. So let's just take a look at a chip mortgage and we'll just take a five-year term on that. We need to know who is involved on this. So anybody who has rights to title uh, has to be 55 years and older. This is really important. So age is, is king. Um, and that means that if somebody has a right to title or right to title but isn't on title, a common law spouse, for example, they have to be 55 years old. So let's just say we've got um, female is 70 and her spouse is 77 male. Now, we need to have the property. Okay. We do look at certain areas, if it's rural or not, will make a difference. Um, and in this case, we've got Rockwood. Let's just say the house is a semi-single family and property value at 450. Secure debt. It doesn't really matter with it. I don't have to put in secure debt because if, if we know that there's some secure debt on there, we'll know if we have enough with the um, once the calculator comes through. And we just have to make sure we're not a robot when we put that in. And it's that quick. So what does that mean for this couple? It means that we can do 171,495. 171, you can mm. see the 495 is on there. That's showing that for the, the 1,495 has been added for closing costs. Oh, I so see. Basically, yeah, so basically they're getting about 170000 and um, it just is that quick. So if you're considering doing this, you can get onto a calculator. Um, let's take a look at Income Advantage. Now with Income Advantage, the one difference, um, remember I mentioned that the loan-to-value is 55% maximum. Mm -hmm. With an Income Advantage, the loan-to-value maximum is 40%. Oh, I see. Uh, and we haven't really figured out, we've been asking, can you tell us why the discrepancy on an income advantage when it's a planned advance drawn slower, why it's, uh, you know, at a lower loan to value? We have not been able to get a good answer on that. My apologies. But um, with the income advantage, uh, it is a lower loan to value. And let's just, 
let's see on the same one if it, I don't know if it'll change the calculation for me no let's go into another scenario then uh, 73 and let's say the male is 69 Keeping the same thing. Probably have to hit calculate again, I would have to think. Yeah, this one, I'm going to see if there's other. I'm going to just change the area. Okay. So on this one here, it's 155495 It's an income advantage. Okay, so this one, you're at a more of a reduced loan to value. So that would be the one thing. And again, these products, I would say, because we are looking at a very conservative lending, uh, that's why equity is often, you know, most of the times it's built in because we aren't going up to 80% and, you know, that type of thing like they do in the States. So most often your home equity grows faster than the interest rate will. Okay, so uh, with this uh, this 155000 how do we know, like if it's income advantage, how, how do we know how much the... Uh, customer gets per month well they decide so the minimum is 500 a month oh I see okay. okay but they can look at that and say you know what we want to you know it's just a consideration how long do they want this to last for themselves I see I see okay okay that makes right? sense yeah okay. yeah and, and no there too oftentimes it will say hey you know you can take a lump sum at the beginning if you want to tie up any credit cards or if you wanted to go on a trip and so forth and then just start your planned advances um, you can, and that's the great flexibility about this. If you want a lump sum in 10 years, and there's there's enough there, um, and certainly with 155,000, if you were taking a thousand a month, you know you've got a long-term uh, product for yourself. Um, you can use that lump sum. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's great. So it's really great flexibility on that, and as you can see, very quickly you can define: is this something that would work or not? You know, without going down the path too long and, and considering it too long, these calculators are wonderful uh, very quickly. And again, we really just look at equity and age. And and of course, the home has to be in good. You know, we have to have a, a workable furnace or workable roof, um, that type of thing. But otherwise, um, it, it's most often this calculator is what the approval goes for. That's awesome. That's a, that's a nice little tool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great one, and, and, and again, it, it, it kind of stops you from considering something that may not be enough. For example, if these people had a mortgage of uh, 200000 we'd know really quickly that this isn't going to, to work for them, you know, without spending too much time sending in approvals and so I forth. I see, yep. So, you know, but... Uh, so if they had a mortgage of 200000 Sharon, would they be putting that into the secured debts? Is that where, where that would go? Well, yeah, I would just... You know, if you knew that was 200 right off, uh, putting it in there or not, if, if you know, just as long as you know what the secured debt is, yep. you'll know right off, will we, because we don't concern ourselves with unsecured debt. We're not there to pay it out. We're not worried about that type of thing. So, for example, um, you know, if we did a chip mortgage and we only had enough to pay out their first mortgage, and that was enough, but they had a car loan or some, some credit card debt, um, we aren't, we do not control that. We don't say, oh, you know what, in order to make this work, you have to close that out. So it, it's really, truly equity, and that's all we worry about. Okay, perfect. Right. All right, well, that's great. And, 
Yeah, well, thanks so much again for the opportunity. I hope that uh, you've come away knowing a little bit more and having a better understanding and, and certainly a lot of a, a different understanding that, you know, the previous concepts that are out there. Uh, hopefully that's helped you and, and I certainly think it's a viable financial strategy for, for some of the people out there. Yeah, no, it's it's great. I I, I think it's uh, definitely a, a great product. I you know Karen and I were uh, were just talking about this morning, and I, I had come across uh, an article online that showed that uh, a third of Canadians between the age of fifty five and sixty four had less than a thousand dollars in retirement savings, uh, which oh, was yeah. you know it's just it's just so mind-boggling but I mean hey yeah. life happens you know it's you know I was talking to another colleague in the business last week and we were talking about how prices have gone up so much you know in in our community that you know when he bought a house 15 years ago him and his wife both making about 35,000 and they bought a house for 140,000 well I, I can tell you that that scenario is very similar there are a lot of people still making that money but house values have just gone up so much that yeah. you know the dependency on family to help uh, these younger folks buy homes has often fallen on the you know unfortunately on the shoulders of of our older community and and they feel compelled to want to help and sometimes this is really the only way they can do it. And this way too, you think about what the new regulations with um, you know with the first time home buyers that often put you know five percent down payment and so forth. Uh, the ability to get approved now has has even gotten tougher. Yes. So um, with that stress test. So, yes. Yes. This is this is definitely a viable thing, and and without putting the senior into a position where they're carrying these monthly payments. Yes, the, the uh, bank of mom and dad. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's we've right. we've uh, we've talked about that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Every parent has. <laughs> Well, that's that's uh, unfortunately that's just the way things are going. But you know, f fortunately, you know, there's products such as these that uh, can still help people out. So that's that's, that's right. So I've got up on the screen now how people can get a hold of us if if they want some information on it. Obviously, it's a product that we can take care of here at uh, Mortgage Alliance, and uh, that's our contact information. You can reach us at the office at five one nine six two four nine two two two. Or you can go to our site, which is uh, www.mrfinancial.ca, and um, and then we can get you uh, get you taken care of. Sharon, thanks a lot uh, for your time. I appreciate it. I am too. Thanks so much, Walter. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at five one nine six two four nine two 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 or Walter at MaximumResults.ca, or you can find me online at www.CambridgeHouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222, or email Karen at Karen at MaximumResults.ca, or you can find her online at www.M as in Mary, R as in Roger, Financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week.